everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the at- <laughs> it's- Okay, guys, it's 7 a.m. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of The Reality Is. As always, it's newer. I just woke up. I'm about to pour coffee on my face. And with me for this early morning coffee talk is Donnie, one half of I Am the Cute One. Hi, Donnie. Hey, hey. Thanks for having me. Thanks for doing this so early. Oh, no, of course. It makes me feel like I'm famous and I'm on the Today Show. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, you know, we have to work through the coast, like the time zones and stuff. Yeah. Like, it really, <laughs> you know, that's why we had to do it at this hour. But thank you for accommodating. You were great to schedule with. Oh, and good. I was your- thinking about firing them, but I'll keep them on payroll for another one. <laughs> <laughs> by your people, I mean us switching between Instagram <laughs> DMs and real text messages. <laughs> They're two people. Those yeah, are two it keeps people. me on my toes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, Donnie, how are you? We're talking about rehearsals in Salt Lake City only today because that seems to be the only thing that's on Bravo of of worth later mm-hmm. on in the week. How are you <laughs> feeling about rehearsals in Salt Lake City? Um, I love it this mm-hmm. season. I, well, okay. So I did skip episodes three and four because I was like, I do not like it. Yes. And then Tom Hamlet of Dumpster Dive was like, you need to watch episode five. It is high <laughs> comedy. It's like a Mad Libs. Anything happens. Yes. So so then I watched episode five. And as people know, that is the choir audition episode. And I was like, oh, he was right. He was right. So yes. now I am fully invested and I think it's because I don't really like any of the women like I Mm -hmm. dislike them all equally which Mm -hmm. makes it just fun to watch whereas like Potomac is the opposite for me and I love them all equally so Mm -hmm. I know that Potomac is very controversial and people fight about it but because I love them all equally I don't care what they do with each other Karen could set Ashley's house on fire I'd be fine and giggling yeah Mia could pour coffee on (laughs) Karen I would giggle so Salt Lake is the same because I hate them all equally Yeah, it's you know, it's really interesting because like I feel like sometimes the disconnect that happens with Potomac is that like we all love them all equally mm-hmm. and we all take them all the same level of comedy, but I think they themselves don't take themselves at the same mm-hmm. level of comedy. So that's where you get like that disconnect, even though we're all giggling. No, they are not sometimes. Yeah, yeah. They'll like randomly take something seriously. What's hilarious about Salt Lake City is that like all of the shit that they're fighting about is like low stakes, silly shit. Yes. And then, but they all take it so seriously that it's hilarious. Like, like there's a fake Instagram account that we're fighting about. By somebody, not like multiple <laughs> ones, by somebody's husband who, uh, the person whose husband did it is not Gay. even a cast member. <laughs> well, well that's it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, that's what I thought. Okay, we'll talk about that later. You can I guess, say that. But... I can't say that. Uh... <laughs> I said it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, also, like, just the fact that the entire like last two episodes <laughs> is centered around a, a choir that like Heather is putting together. Now, you are you are a man of theater. You are a man of music. Okay? Yes, yes, you are. This is your industry, if we will. <laughs> Okay. Would you audition for this choir? <laughs> um, audition, maybe, because I'd be like, oh, a Real Housewives choir. And then once I saw the 
rest of the cast of characters, I don't know if I would stay. Once I got to that first rehearsal, I think that might be my first and last. We had, and I made notes because I really wanted to make sure I missed nobody here. We had... The Marble Man was there. A woman that looked like Monica Lewinsky. A woman that looked like Meredith Marks impersonator. Um, a man truly dressed like a Canadian hockey player. And he had... <laughs> And you know which one I mean. And then the Grim Reaper himself. Like, there was no safe place to rest your eyes, really. (laughs) Yeah, it was just funny because it was like, why did you have auditions when every single person that showed up at auditions got into the choir? Truly. And especially with the rest of the cast. Like, just say... I'm casting all of you so that this can be what we do as a default. Like instead of Central Park, we'll have these choir rehearsals. (laughs) This is now Glee. And yes. And I think that's why I like this season so much. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a motley crew of people in it that you wouldn't expect, much like in Glee. Yeah. And anything can fucking happen, much like in Glee. And Heather is like, I'm going to create an environment so tough. <laughs> well, I think that's Ryan Murphy. Ryan Murphy is Sue Sylvester. <laughs> I mean, uh, Andy Cohen. Andy is, Cohen, is yes. Sylvester, yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. So we start this episode with the Barlows. Um, I'm obsessed with this, these aliens. <laughs> like, I'm obsessed with the Barlows because they're they're not from here. They're not from Earth. They are from, they're manufactured in a... Machine, I don't know, but I love them. What do you think about the Barlows? <laughs> they are my favorite ones to watch. I was I was a very heavy Mary Stan, and I was very nervous without her presence. I'm even more nervous without Jen next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're t- losing two key players, but as long as we have Lisa, I'm willing to travel on this journey for as long as it takes me. Yeah, same. Lisa wants to get more spiritual with her kids. She's really tying in the choir into it. It's part of her spirituality journey. I don't know. Um, do you think Lisa Barlow is a good mom? <laughs> um, that was not the question I thought you were going to ask after the spiritual comments. Um, I wouldn't. Wait, pause. What did you think I was going to ask? I don't know, but like we were, sentence number one was about spirituality, sentence number two was about spirituality, and then you're like, do you think Lisa's a good mom? (laughs) Oh, God. I feel like that's the kind of conversations they have with each other to throw each other off guard, (laughs) and then they're like, well, Donnie really thought that Lisa's not a good mom. No, I mean, she's a good mom to watch on television. I wouldn't want her to be my mother. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because she yeah. always, I don't know what diagnosis this is. We'll have to call one of our therapist friends. But she, she always is quick to get a bitch, whether you're related or a cast member. Like, I think yeah. it was last week when the oldest son said that uh, she doesn't cook. And then at the end of the conversation, when we thought that, that that topic had moved on, she said, remember, I don't cook for you. I was like, yeah. oh, Lisa, Lisa gets everybody. Yeah, I feel like I am that person. No, you're not. (laughs) So I want to say, like, maybe it's ADHD. Like, maybe Mm. it's, like, the whole time somebody's talking, all she's thinking about is the fact that they just said this thing, and she's like, I got to get this one in. I got to get this dig in right at the end, you know? Okay. I'll allow it. What is she? Is she a Scorpio? I have no idea. 
I don't either. And I don't really, this is, I don't know what this says about me, but I only know what Pisces means. I don't know. Everyone else is like, oh, that's so Aquarius. I was like, I don't know. That ain't me. So I don't know what the fuck it is. <laughs> um, my boys are uh, Pisces and mm. they asked me like what signs mean. And I was like, well, it's the positioning of the yeah. stars and the sun that when you were born and sometimes it can, you know, uh, dictate your personality type. And they were like, what are we? And I was like, Pisces. And they uh, asked Alexa a bunch of questions about Pisces. <laughs> and now ever since, like the other day, my son got a little bit like just too emotional about something he goes i told you it's because i'm pisces and we get emotional so he goes we're sensitive but i'm also creative and i was like you're eight you cannot be using your zodiac signs as self-defense meanwhile i'm like this house has to be organized because it's a home of two adult virgos like so i can't really say anything anyway All right. So we have another day on the slopes for some reason, this time with Lisa, Whitney, and Jen. Are you a ski bunny, Donnie? No, I would be with Lisa. I would, if I was going to ski, I would be on that bunny hill. But really, I would like to be like Corey and that slut girl that broke up him in Topanga. And I would only stay in the cabin. Like, I'm not skiing. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. I am a, I want to be like a cabin cute bunny, like a yes. cabin. I went, you know, I don't even want to wear, wear the whole outfit because honestly, that seems like a nightmare to pee in. So mm. I just want to be in like a, honestly, I want to be wearing what I'm wearing right now, which is a sweater yes. and some comfy pants. And like, I just want like some cozy socks, a nice big cup of coffee. And I just want to have conversation in front of the fireplace, you know? Me too. And maybe you'll get one of those circle, like rabbit fur hats out of me. Don't tell PETA. <laughs> but like, <laughs> they are cute. Um, <laughs> but the rest of the outfit, I don't need, no. You're fine. You can get one of those from Shein and it's not um, that bad. For, it's not bad well, for that- animals. But it's awful for human beings. I was going to say, if I get it from Shein, it's probably made of people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love Jen Shaw's dedication to just looking like a cartoon villain all the it's time. It's so good. And while while we're talking about Jen, is this always her voice? Or is she filming when she's sick? This whole episode, she is talking like this. And I was like, has this been Jen's voice? And I ignored it. No, I think she just finished screaming at someone, and I think that's her voice afterwards. She sounds like me after I'm, like, trying to get my kids out of the house in the morning for school. And I'm like, I love you. Have a great day at school. Because <laughs> I've, like, spent all morning yelling at them to put their fucking shoes on. Yeah, That makes sense. But she <laughs> truly sounded like this the whole episode. And I was like, why would anyone pick her to be in a choir? This is not even a bass. This is what's below a bass. By the way, she didn't even audition. I'm like, what? Okay. Well, <laughs> it is it's so silly of us to try to like find rhyme or reason for right. why things are happening in the choir. <laughs> yeah, this is where we find out that Lisa, Lisa and Whitney have both made it through the choir <laughs> auditions, even though Whitney was escorted out of Heather's home. <laughs> Jen didn't audition. And and Lisa was just yelled at about Twitter. So truly it, anything happened. Was <laughs> what, is Meredith what, yeah, in the choir? No, she's not. She's not in the choir. Because okay. I, don't, I don't think that Meredith's voice has range. <laughs> does Lisa's? I mean, does anybody's? Well, that's true. <laughs> like, like Whitney was um, put in as a soprano. What is your uh, vocal range? What, uh, 
in high school, I was a tenor. I haven't been labeled for a long time. Not based on voice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think it changed. Maybe I went through puberty post high school, but I can't hit notes I used to be able to hit. Yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a lazy alto. Just throw me in the back. Just yeah. throw me in the back. I'll I'll get to get up with catch up with the harmony. I'm great there. <laughs> And I need to be, even when I was like thriving in high school, my most like the peak of my music career, I cannot sing harmony by myself. I need like I'm made for choir because Mm. if we try to do one of each, I will just sing whatever the fucking melody is. Me and the soprano just be bopping with the melody. And then the teacher's like, that is those are not your notes. Well, like, Donnie, care. it's because you are the lead. Okay, you are. <laughs> you're, right, you're right. You are the main character. Yeah, we wouldn't have this issue if I had the solo. You bitch. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Learn your. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what do you think about Heather right now? Because the ladies are all kind of having a tiff with Heather, Jen about Angie Harrington, Whitney about a whole bunch of stuff, Lisa about Twitter. What do you think about Heather? I think. You can only be in so many fights with different people before you have to realize, it's me. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Heather, maybe let's do some inflection here. And I know it's tough because the people she's fighting with are also, it's me. (laughs) Hi. But I think (laughs) that there are a lot of issues here. So, Heather, I do think is bad weather on her own. Uh, But I do think the people she's fighting with, I can understand why, if I'm Heather, why I would think I'm in the right, because the women I'm fighting with are also always wrong. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think Heather has a... I think also Heather has... I've mentioned this before. Heather has a history of... uh, you know, just like self righteousness. Like she yeah. was, she was always right when she was super Mormon, and now she's always right when she's a housewife. So it's like mm-hmm. she. I don't think that Heather's ever uh, had to admit that maybe she's wrong sometimes. Yeah. Oh uh, God. Then we have this barbecue times no wife zone at the Shaw household. I hate Ugh. husband scenes on any franchise. <laughs> it's honestly the worst. Who is your favorite Salt Lake City husband? Ugh. I didn't even think to prepare an answer for that because uh, I think Lisa's husband, though, if I had yeah, to choose. John Barlow, yeah, John Barlow, baby. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm, I love the Barlows. Okay, I yeah, do. Did they vote for Ted Cruz? Possibly. <laughs> okay. I think there's no possible to it, but like I do with... <laughs> I think it's a definite. (laughs) Yeah. Like I do with any Housewives franchise, I try my best to only focus what is on the screen. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. when you pay attention to anything outside of that, however rich you are, 17, 19, 21 inch box, it it really makes it unenjoyable. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of who's on the screen, um, the fat fuck elf on the shelf was not invited. (laughs) He was not. Who was the other man that was there, though? They were two question marks. They were apparently Angie K's husband and uh-huh. Dana's husband. Oh, okay. Da- Dana's, Dana's husband, husband is real cute. I know. Like, That's why I was questioning. I was like, who is that man? And can, <laughs> can he can be I tricked into sleeping with a, yeah, with a gay man? <laughs> 
Um, the thing that I hate about husband scenes is that they all go to like, ladies be fighting, yeah. these ladies drama. And I'm like, you motherfuckers, you're really going to act like you don't watch football and wrestling all the time? Like, are you going <laughs> to really act like, oh, I can't deal with these ladies? Like, Coach Shot, you literally, your job is to coach men to like smash into each other. Like, right. relax, okay? And I think it's because they only want to get invested to a certain degree. Like, they don't want to add any drama to the mix. But then, like, why are we wasting time on this? Why are we spending real estate on this scene? Because we should... I would rather have scenes that move the plot forward. And if we're yeah. just all agreeing, like, oh, bitches, be crazy, then, then I don't need to watch you eat barbecue as we're getting nowhere. Yeah. By the way, I would much rather watch a, The Stranger, The Stranger Man, season a slab of meat <laughs> than watch the conversation between Seth and John that goes nowhere. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And I did learn that you can, and I season pretty, um, generously because you know i am married to a black man so he taught me a lot of things um like how to season food but i did not know either that you can just season like on top just a mound of seasoning that's not even touching the meat anymore yeah i did i did not know that you could do that i I learned plenty i was like no you have to coat every inch of that meat (laughs) okay you gotta rub it in what do you mean you just like throw it on top? I had how no idea. It, how does it penetrate to the bottom? <laughs> what are we doing here? It was a mess. I was like, did you forget your lines? You were on camera. Like, what are you doing? Oh my um, God. John Barlow versus Seth Marks. Um, whose side are you on? <sighs> Barlow, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, always. Yeah, always. Seth Marks always gives me, I've said this like as long as they've been on TV, he gives me Tom Cruise jumping on Oprah's couch <laughs> energy. Like that is the closest. Johnny, are you okay? <laughs> I just drank coffee and then you said that. But yes, you're absolutely right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh Yep, 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 yep. Okay, then we have a scene with Meredith and her sister. They're making a white bean salad. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, her niece's outfit, I want to start dressing like that. It was like a Burberry button down and only buttoned unevenly, like Mm -hmm. the wrong hole with the wrong button in one spot. So then it was kind of like a crop top and I don't even know what it was, but I, and then half of it was tucked in. She's my role model for all clothing choices from now on. Honestly, she, her outfit looked like there's that, there's that reel you have on your Instagram of like your, your, have your shirt rolled up and a skirt on and Christmas lights are on your head. And then Quinn, like your husband is like, what? That's what her outfit reminded me of. I was like, that's not, yeah. I was like, wow, you guys are really putting on all the effort to like, have a, make a salad yeah make a salad <laughs> make a salad all this glam to make a white bean salad um but then like none of you brushed your hair <laughs> that's that's very true yeah um we learned that meredith is throwing a mental health event in order in honor of her nephew and like it's really sweet but then they just use the conversation for her and her sister to pivot to the guest list and talking shit yeah <laughs> yeah the sister it was like very obviously talked about ahead of time the sister was like now this should be only positive vibes only which is going to be tough with the people you hang out with <laughs> and, then, and then they talk shit i will say while we're on the topic of this i 
the details surrounding why the event is happening are obviously sad, but Meredith never looked more pretty than when she was sobbing in that confessional. I was like, I need her crying all the time. (laughs) Yes. Gorgeous. Because otherwise, I mean, she kind of has no emote. Like she doesn't, she doesn't emote. Like she's too Botox. Like she's, her face barely moves when she talks. So when she's crying, I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) And before we move on, uh, I should have brought it up when we talked about the white bean salad, but I guess her uh, (laughs) ailing nephew is a good time for me to talk about it too. Have we ever seen inside of Meredith's fridge before? No. Because this was shocking to me. It's It's just beverages. Just like literally only beverages. I've never seen anything. Yes, I have seen things like it. It was like when you go to an open house. That's mm-hmm. what it was. I was like, is this a test kitchen? This yeah, is I not. Think, yeah. Yeah, I don't think they live there. I think it's just like a film. It's like a house for filming. And <laughs> that's why she like put together, threw together like a charcuterie board like later on when Dana mm. visits. And it was like literally like <laughs> just like five. A lunchable. Things. Yeah. No, it literally looked like. You know, it looked like the scraps of like a road trip. Like, <laughs> and then she just like she's just like this is whatever was left over. Sorry, yeah, whatever's left in the bag from Wawa. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yes, or quick check if you're from North Jersey. Um, <laughs> um, then we go. We finally, we finally get to Heather's co- first choir rehearsal. <laughs> so exciting! Okay. <sighs> But we also like the other thing that's funny on the show is that like there's so many hanger honors and my favorite thing about a show is a hanger honor. I love that about Jersey. I loved the Kims. I loved Melissa Gorga's weirdo sister. Mm-hmm. I loved all these people. I mean, they are just <laughs> the the most thirsty, the most ridiculous and honestly bring more sometimes than the rest of the cast. Yeah. So Angie and Jen are going to the rehearsal. Angie K and Jen are going mm-hmm. to the rehearsal. And Angie K tells Jen that Dana said that Jen was bullying. And somehow at this point, it seems like Jen is more mad at Dana Banana, as she calls her, than Angie Harrington. I was so confused because I I was confused, but I was like, I love this about Jen Cha. Like she's like a she's like a squirrel. Like she's like a she's like a small kitten. Like she's like <laughs> So easily distracted. Yeah, wherever you shine that red light is where Jen puts her attention at. It's amazing. And right now it's on Dana. It's on Dana. Yeah. They start these vocal warm-ups and Lisa and Heather just talk through the whole thing. What cracks me up is the greatest gesture, the kindest, most loving gesture in Heather Gay's book is auditioning and joining her choir. Uh, it was a lot, <laughs> but also nothing at all. Um, but when Heather showed up to the rehearsal, and <laughs> this, I don't know if this is body shaming or if I thought it was body shaming, so that's why it made me laugh. But when that big ass burly man was excited that Heather arrived, he's like, "Now the muscles here." <laughs> it made me laugh because, <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, sir, yeah. sir. <laughs> Let's not talk about ladies that way, okay? <laughs> Let's not, but I did laugh. <laughs> I know, I know. I was like, obviously the muscle is a man next to you with right. a very distinct facial hair. 
<laughs> well, even the man that said it is like Santa Claus build. So okay. he has yeah. some muscle as well. <laughs> now, Donnie, I'm not familiar with gay terms, but <laughs> like, um, would you call that man a bear? I would, yes. I would confidently call him a bear. Both of them. I, yeah, I think I found like, because I always say I'm like quietly queer because, you know, you find mm-hmm. out in your 30s that nobody's actually straight. Yeah. And, um, but I have only been in straight, cis relationships, whatever, married yeah. to a man, whatever. Anyway, I think that I found a new um, thing that I'm into. And I don't know if I call it a kink. I would love to be cuddled by a bear, like a gay <laughs> man who is that big. I just, oh. I feel like it would feel safe. Well, you can come over. I'll, I'll do it to you. We'll try it. <laughs> you're right we did almost <laughs> cuddle in the poconos um yeah. but you were already cuddling with your big blankets so <laughs> there was not a lot of space left for me yeah i was gonna say you might have tried to cuddle but i was too busy taking selfies in my <laughs> in my babushka so maybe yeah. yeah i just like it like it's also that man is like so tall you're like you said santa claus and i was like sounds cozy like <laughs> i want i want to be like hugged by like a very very big a uh, gay man so that I can feel safe um, and not like a, yeah like nothing's gonna happen here right. I just it's like a it's like a body pillow of a body <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful and I'm sure there actually is a market for that already so I'll go on Craigslist when we're done and see <laughs> I'll send you some options <laughs> yes exactly um, they basically it's like Heather and Lisa are talking I mean honestly I like I already love Lisa Barlow because she's an alien from space. Um, but yeah, Heather sucks. I just like don't like Heather at all. But Me whose neither. side are you on? Barlow. Again, always yeah. Barlow. And not to bring it all the way back to the beginning, but even when people were like major Heather stands, there was something always that rung off for me. And mm-hmm. I never fully got on board. So I almost feel validated that she is not a fan favorite anymore. Not at all. I feel like she lost her fan favorite card after the first reunion. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then when Whitney, Heather, and Lisa all talk together, I mean, it. first of all, I want to ask you, do you think that Whitney knows what the word recant means? <laughs> I think there are a lot of words Whitney doesn't know what they mean. And now she's starting a podcast. (laughs) So uh, I'm not quite sure what we're going to learn from that. I hate when housewives make podcasts. Can I just say that? I get it. You want to make money. Your husband lost his job because you guys were (laughs) fucking each other on camera covered in paint. (laughs) I get it. Times are tough. You got bills to pay. But can you not? And what are you going to talk about? Your healing journey on your podcast? I know. I know. And the, yeah, I don't I don't get it. Whatever her whatever she thinks her brand is, I can assure you it's not enough <laughs> to fill a podcast. It's definitely not talking, Whitney. Like no. that's, that's not it. It's definitely not talking. No. Um, do you think that Heather really doesn't remember things? Because what they say is that Heather tends to storm off and then start the conversation anew and be like, I don't remember that happening. Um, or do you think that she really doesn't remember? Or is she just really dedicated to creating this television show slash choir? Uh, it, maybe both. Because I know that I am so overcome by emotion 
<laughs> by this. Sh- what if I was talking about this show? This show just overcomes me by emotion. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> when I get in a heated argument, I'm so overcome by emotion that I stop thinking about facts and it's only based on how I feel. So mm-hmm. then when I come into the conversation, we could have another conversation. We could have had a breakthrough the last time we talked, but because I was so up here in my brain, I didn't hear anything you said. So yeah. then when I come back, I'm just coming back from the place where I left it. So Heather could be doing that. Or oh she could just be creating good TV. <laughs> you just described every single fight I've ever had with my husband. <laughs> it's like I bring things up. I get super emotional. He's probably saying all the right things. And yeah. then I'm like, I have to go to sleep. And then I wake up the next day and I'm like, things are so unclear. Like what happened? Yeah. And he's like, what do you mean what happened? I said sorry and we went to sleep. I'm like, I don't remember that. <laughs> Uh huh. That's me. Uh huh. <laughs> but then my husband points it out and tells me that this is a recurring pattern of mine, which is why I'm so open and <laughs> aware of it now that I can see it in other people. Oh my god! I think I just had a breakthrough because I feel like <laughs> you won't remember idol. next time we talk. Oh no, no, this is on record. That's why. That's secretly why I have a podcast, so my narcissist ass can remember the things. I, I know. Said. I think I would thrive on reality TV for that reason, but then also reunions would be the death of me because talking about it to someone's face, absolutely not. Yes, there's this thing that I sometimes think about. <laughs> <laughs> which is this like pivotal moment in college where I remember it was such a housewives fight that I had with somebody. <laughs> I remember being in the computer lab and talking to this guy that I really liked and his friend was there and we were talking about this other girl we knew. And I, I made a very passing joke about this other girl that we knew. And then the girl that was with us repeated that information to the girl <laughs> who were, we were joking about. And I was like, I do not remember that happening. I definitely didn't say it. And the guy that I liked was like, no, you did. And now (laughs) I feel like you're a liar. And I was like, I don't remember that happening. And then weeks later, I was like, oh, fuck. I definitely said that. But it was a joke. Like, I didn't think that it would be taken so literally. And I I feel like that was the moment that I knew that I need everything filmed on camera so that I can remember the things. I'm like, what is that movie where the guy forgets his memory so he starts getting tattoos of things on his body? What is that, a thing? Is that like a movie with Christian Bale? I'm not familiar. That's nothing I'd ever watch. Honestly, it's only a thing my husband watches and or watched and like really enjoys it and sometimes mentions it. And I'm like, uh-huh, I've never seen it. <laughs> and he doesn't listen to this podcast, so he won't know. Perfect. Wonderful. <laughs> okay. Do you think Whitney and Heather have a future? Um I I don't think so. Because I think they are both it's not even about this fight right now. I just think they are both the people they are proving themselves to be. So if this is an issue in this fight, it's going to continue to be an issue with every fight they have. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I agree with that. Um Angie Harrington and Jen talk and things seem to be perfectly fine. <laughs> Jen has <laughs> maybe Jen is like us. She forgot why they were fighting. Everybody's <laughs> forgetting why they were fighting. <laughs> Maybe this is the healthiest thing to do. I don't know. Maybe we're not the problem. No, we're not. I always say that. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, okay, then we go to Meredith hosting Dana, and they have a boring conversation. I don't care about them. The only thing I cared about was the fact that Meredith Marks has only beverages in her fridge. Truly crazy. Um, it's a new Hulu show, only beverages in the fridge. Anyway, <laughs> and then Jen Shaw and Angie Kay go to a pool, a public pool, <laughs> to FaceTime people for a turn-up vacation to San Diego. <laughs> like a Mad Libs, I told you, this season. <laughs> and the things that they bring with them, the props they bring with them are coconuts to drink something out of <laughs> lays like uh-huh. rainbow lays and then not the chips <laughs> necklaces the flower flower garlands blow up blow up palm trees that they never blow up they're just no flat. they're like ha- yeah they're flaccid palm trees behind her head <laughs> if you if you got a call from these loonies you would think you're going to hawaii yeah yeah I would be pissed once they started talking. And they're like, we're going to San Diego. <laughs> what? Like, but can Jen, Jen has to stay in the continental United States. She can't even go to San Diego. Like, she can't go to Hawaii probably, right? Oh, probably not. What a mess. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. So funny. That whole thing is so funny. By the way, Angie K. Is my is my new favorite of the group of hanger honors we have. Angie K is my favorite because she is always talking and they always mute her mic. Like you always <laughs> see her saying something, her hands are moving, and like she looks like she's actively involved in a conversation. You barely hear her voice, and I'm like, I love that. I love that you thought that you were doing so much and they <laughs> muted you out. That's what they do to Sharice a lot too, which I love. <laughs> I love. <laughs> Some yes. are some of my favorite housewives or hanger honors are the ones that I can laugh at, like the women that are just so pathetic <laughs> that that make me laugh at them as though they're a walking punchline. And I think Angie K could easily fall into that category. Yeah, she's got like a Lisa Barlow skin suit on. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um. Jen Shah calls Meredith to invite her, sees that Dana's in the back, and then proceeds to bully Dana for calling her a bully. I love it. It's so Jen is made for reality TV and prison, I guess, but <laughs> <laughs> yes. I really do think Jen's gonna make so many friends in prison. When she last week she recorded a TikTok doing the cuff it challenge. Yes. And I was like, oh my God, she's gonna have so much fun in jail. She is. <laughs> Going. Like, yeah. Yes. We were not sure how Teresa was gonna do in jail, but Teresa did amazing in jail. Yeah. Like she had a whole crew. They took they took like a Sears <laughs> portrait photo. Like they they're doing just fine. Um Jen is screaming in this scene. And then did you see on the internet Jen Shaw was screaming in the streets also with apparently <gasps> Angie K around? Oh, was that who was with her? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I just knew they were yelling at about on the video. They were yelling about a man named Manny. And they were like, Mm -hmm. Manny would never say that. So then I went to her followers to see, or I went to who she was following to see if there was a Manny. And there was one Manny that she followed and that followed her back. So I messaged him and I said, are you the Manny in question? I'm an investigative reporter and I need to know the scoop. He read it and never got back to me, which makes me think, yes. Yes. (laughs) 
Oh my god. Okay, first of all, we never have any tea on this podcast because we're just not that those kind of people. Well, there's no answers, Nora, so I don't know that we have tea now. We could put two and two together. Okay, I'm pretty sure nobody has it. Like, I don't think Dumois has answers either. She just random people do submissions and she's like, whatever. Princess Diana and JFK were cited at fucking Sarabats in Midtown. Like she just puts it up and everybody's like, Oh my god, did you see that? Yeah, you're right. She's alive. Um, so I feel like this is much more accurate than that. And that is, yeah. Okay. What do, is this Facebook or is this Instagram private? No, it's open. Um, he, I assume him to be gay. Um, let me find him now. Manny, Manny. Let me vamp. Um, anyway, guys, <laughs> yeah. it's really early in the morning. Uh, we're going to talk about the midseason trailer in a minute. Honestly, I'm sweating from my coffee and from laughing so hard. It's like sometimes when you wake up in the morning and like you're not prepared. But then Gucci. You, like, oh, okay. oh, sorry. Yeah, hi. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, hi. Okay. Gucci Manny is his <laughs> name. He lives. <laughs> he lives in San Diego. So Ooh. maybe that's who they're staying with on the trip. Oh my gosh! Could you imagine Gucci Manny? Oh my god! Uh huh. But with a O, so G zero O C H I E. (laughs) Oh, he's definitely gay. Um, and he seems like the type that you could hire to hug him. Actually, oh my god! You catch my draft. He's my ideal. No disrespect (laughs) to you. Um, <laughs> thank you, you thank you. you. the offer, but yes, you're right. He is okay. Maybe we should get Gucci Manny on the podcast. Oh my right? god, do it, please. Yeah, Say, maybe. my investigative reporter reached out to you. <laughs> <laughs> Your lack of an answer means yes, we would love you for an interview. Yeah, also love you for a cuddle. Joking, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Okay>, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> that's 7 a.m for you folks yeah exactly um well uh did you enjoy the mid-season trailer what were your thoughts on it my thoughts are it looked like it was all filmed over the course of a day and a half they had the same <laughs> <laughs> the same haircut for all of it um but i am excited for I don't even remember details of it now because the wigs were too much. Jen in that blonde wig that looked like she just got out of prison. Like that is going to be (laughs) what they give her in that bag when she leaves jail is that blonde (laughs) wig. (laughs) Here's your belongings, ma'am. Yeah. (laughs) The spirit Halloween blonde wig that you picked up. (laughs) I love it. Um, what happened in the midst? <laughs> I don't know. They all screamed. Who do you think yeah. gave Heather? A, how do you think Heather has a black uh, eye? I'm sure it's nothing scandalous. No, um, yeah, she probably fell off the bed or something. I don't know. Yeah, moving a piano for rehearsal. I don't know. Yeah, she is. By the way, going full good time girl, which is a reminder <laughs> that this is initially why Heather didn't like Lisa Barlow is because Lisa Barlow said, "Oh yeah, I heard she was like a good time girl." <laughs> Woo, and she flashed, she pantomimed that Heather flashed her titties. And then now here we are three years later, and Heather is flashing her titties, and her <laughs> tagline is about being a good time girl. I mean, Heather, you can't really be mad at Lisa anymore right. for whatever it is that you're mad at, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, um, any other thoughts, Donnie, about this cuckoo Vanunu show? 
as much choir rehearsal as we can get is what I need. In fact, I want the choir to perform at the reunion. <laughs> oh my god, yes. <laughs> I like that like we're switching out of like here's shots, everybody, or glasses of champagne or whatever. We're like moving into something else. Like Atlanta was like Here's a bunch of merch for Cherie that you're going to get have to get taken away. Um, (laughs) Then you have to place an order. Mm -hmm. And then in about, I don't know, give it 37 to 87 business days, you might get something in the mail. You might get it. Um, But yeah, I agree. I think that like bringing the choir in is because you know what? Even the Salt Lake City music is all that like choir music. It's really perfect. Honestly, it is. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I do hear that the choir has shockingly since disbanded. Um, oh my God, what? <laughs> I know. I really, I was going to hire them for my next wedding. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess not now. Me and Gucci yeah. Man's re- relationship is dead on arrival. But I feel like if anybody's going to bring back the choir, it's going to be Gucci Manny and you. <laughs> That's that's true. A bear of a good time. That'll a be a bear of a good time. <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna be sandwiched in the middle of you two. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, Donnie, this was amazing. I would, I would honestly not like to like if I had to do something on a Saturday morning. This should be it. Like I'm I agree. Say that I'm not doing anything else besides this. I know. Okay? I'm starting my day with a pep in my step. Happen my step too. Um, can you tell everybody about the podcast and where everybody can find you? Of course. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Real Donnywood. And you can listen to my podcast that I co-host with Oh No Chels. And that is I Am The Cute One, a nostalgia podcast where we recap movies from the late 90s and early 2000s. But really, we just talk about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's the best. It's honestly the best. And if you missed it, Donnie impersonated candace what the fuck is her last name i don't even like candace cameron candace Burr. cameron bure bure <laughs> is not burr is it bure i is think bure it's bure yeah he's married to like a hockey player maybe i don't know but that Daddy... guy from the choir i think <laughs> <laughs> okay that would track 100 percent. he did he did gay rights, okay, and he <laughs> um, impersonated Candace Cameron Bure, aka DJ Tanner, on Twitter, and it was just just like the book. It's like I've watched, I've read the tweets so many times. They're so fucking funny. You must go and follow Donnie. I love you so much. This was amazing. So fun. So fun. And everyone, I'll be back next week to talk about whatever it is I usually talk about. And Donnie, I just I want to tell you, God be with you till we meet again. Ha <laughs> ha